watching Prohibition fall down. Are we ready to go? Are we here? Are we live, Guru? Is it happening, sir? Yep, we are live. Yes. What's up, dude? We're good to go. I'm trying to keep it real. My computer is hooked up to a Cat6 cable for maximum efficiency for Grow Talk. Let's hope it works. I didn't jinx it, Scotty. How you doing? Good, brother. How are you, man? How are you? That Canadian internet you got up there. (sighs) Yes. You can, whatever you want to blame, whatever you want to blame on Canada, you can do it. (laughs) I just better Uh, better than blaming you, right, dude? Uh, sure. Whatever works. Whatever works. What's up, homie? Hanging out, hanging out a little halfway. I'm working on my left arm tan today. That's a little hot. This is the hottest day yet in uh, BC where I'm at. I'm going to get up to 92 Fahrenheit today here. You had the neck tan going. We were hanging out pre-show and the dude was sporting his his no shirt look and you had the neck tan going. Yep. In the summertime, it's like, why wear a shirt? anywhere unless you're like you got that sticker no shirt no shoes no service like you're out and about but i did it the other day my buddy's like um it's after mountain biking he's like you just gonna go into the beer store no shirt I'm like it doesn't say no shirt no shirt i mean it's summertime and it, like picture living by the beach remember like when you live by the kind of the beach down there pompano south florida it's way more norm peeps go in the store no shirt right sure sure it's 90 something degrees and you're on the beach all right that's an excuse <laughs> I like right, let me give it, a, grow, a grow talk preview here. I'll give you a show rundown. We got grower questions off dudegrows.com. We have an emergency 911 need help as soon as possible by Sonny and Bectopa, Bectopia. Sorry, Bectopia, there. Um, has some pests, some russets, she thinks. Um, finding an outdoor grow by New Oss Grower. This one is really cool. Kind of stumbled cool. upon a grow there. Gave some, gave some help. <laughs> Uh, as well as flowering organic fertilizers by Murray. And what's going on, our grows? We've got some good comments off of YouTube and a whole lot of fun in between with Scotty interrupt us with his jokes in a good way. In oh, a good shucks. way. I just got to ask you, Murray? Couldn't be Murray? <laughs> it, it, it could be. It could be. There's that I fine just... actor, Bill Murray. Murray. <laughs> Very, very, uh, very French sounding. Fair enough. I just had to realize I had to put my earpiece in there, guys. There's the live edits that you get on this show. And let me take it over to dudegrows.com forward slash support. If you don't mind for just a moment there, we're going to hook up at three HLG, first, second, and third over on Patreon. If you guys are signed up supporting the show, go make a comment on that post and you're entered to win. Yes. And don't. Don't worry, we still have, Scotty's doing a little IG giveaway, details on Wake and Bake coming up. Um, We're still giving away these three and another one, so there's four total. Wait, wait, slow down, slow down. (laughs) Good stuff. I got it. But yeah, Uh, we're going to have a little IG meme giveaway. Stay tuned to the next show. We're going to have all the details for you. When you sign up at dudegrows.com forward slash support, you also get a pack of free seeds. Seeds here now quality genetics from Best Coast Genetics. That's for new members signing up, uh, as well as 30% off recharge. Uh, And welcome to the community. Uh, If you're interested, the Discord community, they're running pretty hot, man. They got a lot of good DGC over there helping out growers behind the scenes, if you will, and uh, supporting the show, keeping it coming five days a week, coming at you. Yes. Yeah, I'm just thinking of those memes. I was was told to save them for the wake and bake, but they're fucking hilarious, man. There's this E.T. meme where Rasta Jeff is E.T. and we're we're trying to get him home. It's pretty classic, dude. Is that nice. before your time, E.T.? I don't know. I haven't seen E.T. in a long time. He, did not, he make it home? He's not that happy, man. It's not that happy, right? Yeah, I don't think he did. 
Everything's or, fine, all right? He, he or she. I wasn't sure on ET. Yeah, it's a Z, by the way. You can also like, comment, and subscribe, and tell your bros. Tell your friends. Spread the word of the show. We haven't spent a dime. Actually, we have spent a dime on marketing at one point in time and realized that was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> let's just build this with the DGC yes. uh, and get it out there. So much appreciated, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I went to go. I've, I've come to. I've only got a tiny bit of weed left, so now I'm hiding it. So see this? I actually lost it and hit it. I got it in my edibles container. So... And then they stocked the fridge. I was, I lost it, but I found it. Last what is, gram. Oh, hey, last show, gram. show that off to the bud cam. Yeah. What is DGC. it? That's a little, what do you think that is, man? That's some live rosin. Looks like something that came out of somebody's ear, but it's live rosin. And it's delicious. This is that Colorado rain live rosin? And Colorado think, rain, huh? Yeah. I brought the honey badger out. How I enjoy this honey badger. You know where I had to go find it, dude? Next to the exercise bike. <laughs> That's where I use this thing most, man, is while exercising. Good shit. Oh, I dig. Well, you get that ready to roll there. I'm going to get into who's growing some dank. We got Frost, and these are do. on dudegrows.com. Get your dank nugs up over there. This is Frosty Baby by Green Knuckle 420. Sorry, I should be like Frosty Baby. Little fro- <laughs> How would they do it uh, from the what's one guy? Yeah, Austin Powers. And I've thought yes, about sir. doing an English accent, but I try not to, man. Too many, too many uh, uh, folks from across the pond that actually watch and listen. Mm-mm. Can you do <laughs> an Australian enough. accent? What do you think? Hey, we uh, were talking I- about video games the last time. I actually ended up picking up uh, an English accent for a little while because I was playing video Call of Duty 2 with people in England no, for a really long time. Who are you, yeah. Madonna? Yeah, just noticed like really, really subtly was starting to pick up an English accent from playing with them all. I can do Australian. I can do one. Yeah, see, watch. Danger, danger, danger. Are you done? One word. Not bad. Not yep. bad. Yeah, you got it. Huh. Right out. Steve, thanks out. Thanks to Steve Irwin on that one. I just like just that they say the C word. They just drop it all day long over in England. It's pretty Like cool. super casual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's going on, you see? All right. Uh, here we go. Dang nug here. AK-47 cross White Widow freebie from a random European company. Very Nothing cool. special in the Terp department, but I love the foxtail and nug structure. See that? Love the foxtail and nug structure under my 260-watt horticultural lighting group. This is in a 2 by 2 tent, and I can usually yield around 5 ounces per grow so far. I dig. Uh, I know my light is overkill for my tent. I don't know if I agree with that. 2 by 2 tent, 260-watt. HLG. What do you think? Is that overkill? I think that's just enough kill. And certainly seems, you know, lights the energy. There's enough energy in there. Uh, that's probably buds. a little bit overkill. Um, you could definitely dim that down a little bit in that space. Yeah, it's like saying I could definitely go slower. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. says, I know, okay, wait, but I keep it. Okay, I know the light is overkill, but I keep it at the top of the tent for best light distribution. Never seem to get a burn. Grown organically, in quotations, with nectar for the gods, nutrients recharge, and homemade compost teas. I could have slowed down feeding a week earlier for a better fade, but I'm still really happy with this plant. Ignore the cat hairs. LOL. Thanks for everything you guys do. It keeps me, uh, it helps me grow as a grower and also gets me through the workday. Right on. I don't think these uh, little foxtails, we've had this discussion before, a negative thing. My island sweet skunk did it all the time towards the end of flower. If uh, if you're making extracts, it's beneficial. It's just more surface, sur- area. more surface area that's covered in trichomes on the plant will make it easier to extract. 
It's a good looking flower, man. I it do is. agree, though. I do like to see a little more fade there, uh, but appreciate you sending in the dank nug there and uh, hope you have a good harvest green knuckle 420. <laughs> That's awesome. You ever seen those buds? They're just like kind of the freak buds, and they do. They just look like your fist, man. You know? <laughs> Good stuff. I uh, got one more. Why not throw in another dank nug here? Because you guys are getting a lot of good flower up. This is from this is Johnny Dankness, first medical grow posted by John Moore. This uh, is my grow. What's up? Did we just find out his real name? Possibly. <laughs> uh, my grow peat. My grow peat pellets to germ out. Um, then he goes into light warrior. So peat pellets. Everybody knows those little expandable peat pellets. I like then those. He, do you do you like those? I use those for cloning. I like them. Uh, I don't like them for planting seeds. I, I think they're a little, I did not have as good a results as going into just straight loose cocoa in a little two inch container. Sure. I don't know if the peat's a little hard compacted for that root to get going or what. Not bad for cuts. I'll dig on. I'll, yeah. For cuts, I'll take those. Nice. Um, then he transplants into light warrior, which is a real light mix from Fox farm, super light mix, a lot of perlite, uh, into two gals recharge once a week, optic foliar spray every few days, when he transplants, goes into build a soil to seven gal radical bags, two to sevens. I like that. Top dress with happy frog all purpose fertilizer. I don't know the MPK on that, top of my head. Um, and in flower, swapped out recharge with mammoth pea. And the last pick is just my DG seeds, DGC seeds I've gotten for being a member. Thanks, guys. Keep up all the good fight. Yeah, that's beautiful. That is really Can nice. Tell me what all is, what are these emojis is that you call them? First, he's got the fist pump. Then he's got green heart. We'll, we'll do that grower's love. Then he's got like a little plant. And then he's got like a Christmas tree. And then he's got a dude, what's that? Exhaling. Is that a dude exhaling. And then okay. is that a jellyfish at the end? I don't know. I think that's the smoke coming out. Oh, I get it. I get it. Nice. Checking out his last pick here of the uh, nice looking good of what you grow out, man. Um, Very about probably. the author, anything? No, nothing about the author, guys. Fill out your about the author. Nice. DJ Short Seeds. Haven't heard from him in a bit, man. He's a very cool dude. All right. Yeah. I met DJ Short there at, the, I think, the first time was at the Emerald Emerald Cup. Yeah. Very cool dude. Maybe he's been on. I am not sure. Is uh, Jordan still kicking his podcast? I don't know. Jordan from, what the hell do I know, man? The podcast. Across the Pond, The podcast. Man. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Guru. Got and you guys. And that has to do with DJ Short. How, sir? I just he does a pretty good job. Podcast interviewing different breeders, sits down with them for a couple, two, three hours sometimes. You know, I dig. I'm sorry I didn't follow. No worries. That's all right. All right. <laughs> Let's take it into a grower question. You can try and follow this. Yes, I will try. Emergency 911. Need help as soon as possible by Sunny and Bectopia. Remember when you had pagers? Yeah. People would overuse it. Like, why are you using the 911? That was not an emergency. That was not an emergency. That is so funny. What were the good ones? There were some good some good beeper codes you could get. You'd be like, I'll be right there. <laughs> for, for slinging? For slinging some, some weed? Oh, sure. Oh, sure. All right. For slinging Hello. something. Hello, you illustrious beans. I know this is a last minute. I'm prepping to transplant some clones, and I decided I want to ask about fully dipping, like even the rock wool, just a full dip. I want to keep. Uh, I just. I want to just keep up severe treatment for russet mites. I don't like to go to the store. Or it says I don't like to go to the store or go to town or anything like that. Okay. Hey, don't I'm, have to. I'm What's confused. Up? We are uh, keeping up severe treatment for russet mites. Do we have russet mites? Did we have them before? 
I believe she to... said she she had them before in yeah. her grow. And well, is that are we assuming that these are infected mothers at the same time for these clones? Well, so let me let me finish the narration. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, I don't like to go to the store or go to the town or anything like that. I feel you. Sometimes I don't like to either. I don't I'm like to go outside at all, bro. We don't go outside at all anymore. And I love the I am here and I am now. I will show you everything I have and you tell me what I can safely get get the shit out of some clones in. And if you ever want to get the root ball, let me know that, please, too. Or if you want to keep so do the full dunk. OK, I have to work on getting my soil pot potted up. I will just cross my fingers that boss man, Jay Maestro, is on duty. I totally should have planned ahead. And I know this, but I was already working on a different idea with the recharge. You chicken dicks able to help with the chick out, <laughs> help a chick out in a hurry. All right. Thanks, DB. Wow, All right. You know. I got it. Just, go yes, ahead. Sir. No, I'm just saying those one-inch Rockwell cubes, they're not all that popular anymore. But it's a good way to, to uh, do clones, or I guess, are these seedlings or clones? That's a good media. I believe these are clones, the one-inch Rockwell cubes that are wrapped. I don't mind, but I'm just doing cocoa now because they did hold moisture. But let's back up. You said, does she have russet mites? I'm. Let's just assume, yes, obviously, when you have russet mites, you need to identify. <laughs> That's the issue. 60 <laughs> times scope is more than ideal. 30 times scope. You have to have the best eye ever. I claim I can do it, but man, they are small. Okay, um, you. If you don't confirm you have those, you're going to spend a lot of money on different products, battling things. But uh, she was relying on Maestro, you know, to be on board. And his first suggestion, I believe, Guru fully agrees. Um, if they, he says, your clone shouldn't have pests. If they do, kill them now. Yeah, because it's just such a losing battle. And think about how easy it is to not. To not have russet mites on there, treat treat the mother before you cut it, or even dunk the clones after you take them. I like to think of russet mites as like uh, it's an uphill battle you're going to get into with yourself, especially if it's, it's an uphill battle you don't want to start from the the out the gate. Um, there are ways you can manage russet mites and even knock them back pretty much all the way to where they're not an issue with uh, like preventative stuff. But once you have like an active infection. The best way is to just get rid of everything, right? And start right. start with a clean slate. That makes sense. And hey, gang, gonna uh, who is it, man? Lost, lost, dude. Looks like we lost the dude. No worries though, because me and you were talking about uh, Venerate Grandivo. I'm I'm, I'm blanking on and the uh, Regali is the other one, and that yeah. would have nothing to do with uh, with mites or anything. Yeah, that that, that one's meant as like a plant immune booster and uh, helps it fight off fungal infections and stuff. I was just trying to think. Marone Bio Innovations has the stuff that knocked down the spider mites for us. Will not? Will that knock down? It it will. Um, I don't believe it's labeled for russet for mites. Russets. But um, if you use it at like two to four tablespoons per gallon of either Grandivo or Venerate, and ideally you alternate between the two of them and right. have a. Uh, like a Piganic or Evergreen as a knockdown before you go into that, um, you can definitely manage russet mites and veg. And then you can use wettable sulfur, too. It's going to be a lot cheaper than that, and that works really well on russet mites, too. That was what Soup, um, I lost you guys for a minute. I don't know, Soup commented um, about that. Wettable sulfur is really good. He also has a video on growerslove.com about quarantining. I do believe it is possible to quarantine, treat, and wait and wait and treat and quarantine. But by that time, if you have access to new genetics, like don't do all that shit. I mean, ideally, 
get rid of these. Did you guys look at the, all the products that she had on there, make any comments on what she had? I didn't too much, except the only one that stuck out to me, it all seems pretty benign stuff that I don't know is going to do too much for russet mites. What? Uh, insecticidal soaps and those type of things. They're uh, suffocants. And what do they do? They actually just make it so they can't move or they dry them Surf- out. Um, surfactants. Some, some, surfactant, of the, some of them work as, no, surfactants different. A suffocant is the right word. Oh, thank you. Where thank the, you. the oil actually clogs up the pores they use to breathe through. Um, those can work. Um, they are on contact only, so you have to have complete spray coverage right, right. to get them to work. Some of them will include other horticultural oils and stuff that can have other modes of actions. Um, but the main thing that is acting as is a suffocant, where it literally suffocates them out. I see some enzyme products here. Those work. Those can work great in uh, like in a preventative setup. And the Azimax, check that out real quick because that's something that's slightly different. Just the azadiractin. Or in, in azadiractin, I mean, knee makes hundreds of different compounds that can have some type of uh, any pest, any feedant. Uh, uh, activity to them. It's a good thing um, to keep them from from blowing up. Yeah, it is. But as a directin is just as a directin. It is one singular of those chemicals uh, isolated and right. put there. You could use neem oil to get the full range. Um, I know we Jeremy of Build a Soil has some of the best sources for the best highest quality neem right. with the most active compounds in it. <laughs> I check those out. Um, no, but really the best thing if you want to take on the fight against russet mites. Uh, using some type of uh, uh, Pyganic or Evergreen as a knockdown um, and then going into rotating with Grandivo and Venerate. And if you're doing the two of those, you should probably go ahead and get Regalia as your preventative for uh, powdery mildew at the same time. Yeah, you could check all them out, Barone Bio uh, Innovations. Just Google them up, go to their cultivated cannabis section. I do want to say lastly, or whatever, you guys can tag on, but the fact that these plants are this size is very advantageous if you are persistent, quarantining, and clean. I think you can win the fight, but man, the, the bigger they get, because you're talking about all these products that you can spray, especially a suffoc- suffocant, I believe. Suffocant. I correct. Mm-hmm. Scotty was right in the first place. Um, like you said, Guru, coverage is certainly hard to get all of them. You'll think you beat them down. Like, oh, they're gone. Then you get into bloom, and then they start to come back, and that's where it's just a major pain in the ass. Man, hey, I do see one thing that I want to uh, to talk about is that Forbid. There's a little bottle of Forbid there. And, yeah, that's a crazy. Ornamentals only, bro. Yeah, that's a crazy chemical. I don't think that is meant for you know, for cannabis, definitely. That's one of those little kind of cheater cheater dealios they got. What, like, that's uh, where, yeah, if you go like into the forums and shit, people will be like, without, I think without the science there, um, oh, you can use it early veg, man, because you're not, you know what I mean? Or you could use it at this point. Sure. But these aren't people that are applicators and going by the rules or taking into consideration that crazy shit being in the plant. So yeah, I give I give it a thumbs down as well for cannabis. Yeah, the test is I smoked it and I didn't die. You know? <laughs> All right. And yes, toked yet. Maybe that'll straighten out. There we go. There your, we go. Your interwebs, man, blow it into the computer, man. Oh, dude, and we'll just hope we get, we've got a good show, guys. We always try to bring you high-quality content, um, and I hooked my computer up even to a Cat Cat 6 cable. <laughs> you are friend. so impressed by that, aren't you? Yes, it's like I upgraded. My whole life has been Cat 5, but yet we still had a, a, little, bit of a, a little bit of a glitch there, but we'll try and keep it real. I'll talk about the, <laughs> the packet people, about the data packet loss. Guru, don't tell them about our, uh, our 6.1 cable, Cat 6.1. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. You're 10 gig Ethernet. Let's go. <laughs> 
All right, you found some good comments over on the YouTube there, Scotty. What do you got? Yeah, hang on. Let's see. First off, I want to shout out to Robert in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, Actually, he told me, home of the Super Bowl and four-time AFC champion Chiefs. All right, football player. Wonder if they'll have football. Anyway, uh, he just shouted out some recharge he, uh, to his grocery store. Shouted out Gorilla Boost Cocoa, and I'm like, man, if you could do nothing else, mention the show to your grocery store. Mention some of the DGC pros. You know, help a brother out. Beautiful. So, thank you so much for doing that. Appreciate it. Yes, you impressed. Did you eat a bug, dude? <laughs> I believe the dude has himself muted and doesn't realize it. <laughs> I got it, man. Uncle Creepy 27. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> says, my dry room has negative pressure to the outside. No smell inside. And I wanted to talk about that since this is okay. a grow show. When you have a drying room and you've got a carbon filter, if you're sucking air uh, basically from the room and you're exhausting it, the clean air and you're exhausting it, then even the air that's coming, you're not having air come out the cracks of the windows and out the cracks of the door. You're actually pulling air from inside there. And so you're, and you're pulling clean air out of, uh, out of the, <laughs> sorry, I remember uh, we hang out and I always have to pause when the semi truck pulls up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You see Scotty drive a forklift live, dude. <laughs> anyway, negative air pressure is what he's talking about. Pulling more air out of the room than is in the room. So, I bit. dig. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I got. Okay, you got another girl comment here. Cedric Jones says, "How can I stop nitrogen toxicity?" Anyone? Yes. All right, Guru and I were talking about this, and there's a silly, easy answer. Just give them less nitrogen. That's uh, the main one. Yes, but it gave us a chance to talk about when we buy fertilizer for down at the bamboo farm and all that. We talk about the different types of nitrogen, uh, ammoniacal, I believe, and then nitrate form, you know, ammonia and nitrate form, basically. And they're both fairly easy to leach out of the soil. Well, and ammonia is going to be the one that's more just because it's uh, in the way it's made up chemically. It is completely water soluble um, once it breaks down in water. So it will get pulled out of soil really easy, too, and move away. And nitrate, not so much? Because most of what we're using is nitrate, right? Nitrate, not as much. Just It has more uh, soil interactions, and it, uh, it bonds to stuff easier. And it, it comes in salt form, too. I wonder if that's, what, uh, that's why they prefer it, you know, so, it's, so it doesn't get leached out so I easy. I think ideally you have both, and uh, just in different proportions. Nitrate isn't going to be as good for the plant health. And the more nitrate fertilizers you use, uh, the more appealing plant, plants seem to insects, <laughs> bugs, and pathogens. Right. Doesn't seem Depends right. Depends also, though, the form. Like you mentioned, a couple different forms of nitrogen. Is your, your soil enriched with it? You know, is it organic and in the soil? Because that's kind of going to be a pain. How can you, you can't really deal with that if you realize you've mixed something like a hot guano or too much of whatever into your soil, correct? Right, right. Not too much you're going to do about that, I don't think. No second chances. All right. We've got another good comment here from John Smith. Anyone else think that Scotty would look a little bit like Maynard from Tool if he shaved his head? <laughs> I saw this one, and I'm a huge, not to say a huge Tool fan, but a pretty big Tool fan. So I go, you know what? I don't know what Maynard looks like, really. And so I Googled Maynard from Tool, and I still don't know what he looks like, but I don't think any of them look like me. <laughs> I don't know that didn't. that one with the glasses. I kind of see what they're saying. If you shaved your head, <laughs> oh, no. yeah, they're going with the glasses one. 
I don't know, or, man. Or Scotty with a mohawk. No, I like the middle one. And I, first off, what the fuck? Any of those are weird as hell, man. Classic. Oh. No, I like. I'd have to have the mustache and the. That's trip. That's managed trip in the middle. All right, last comment here before more grow talk kicking in. This is fly high dot eighty nine. Yeah, I think. I think the DGC needs to put put in on getting a helicopter to hover over the bakery for an hour to really get Scotty going. <laughs> Dude, that's, yeah, it's really happening, okay? It's really happening. If, if you guys haven't been catching the shows, uh, apparently a helicopter's been visiting you every so often, and you say a guy looks out and kind of checks in. It's not even a helicopter. It's an unmarked military, military helicopter. And yeah, you would think I'm hallucinating, but there's people there every time. I'm like, uh, you see that, right? I just got to throw it out there. It's not an unmarked hel- military helicopter. What, well, what is it? No, it's yeah, a, you make I'm it sorry. sound like some Apache. It's, yes, uh, it's a camouflage like Huey, I believe. Uh, One of those old Hueys from like a uh, way long time ago. And it's camouflage and the guy fucking, there's no numbers on it at all. I so. am uh, fairly certain it is uh, sightseeing helicopter tours over Horsetooth Reservoir is what, what's going on. No and, way. And we're, we're just on their flight path. Because they always come the same way over the reservoir and like by the mountain and everything. A, where's the people? And B... <laughs> I would never get in that shitty of a helicopter like that, man. Uh-uh. Uh, fair enough. Anyway. I got to grow a question. I got to grow a question. Yes, yeah. sir. Finding an outdoor grow by New Aust Grower. This is more of a suggestion. This is a really cool post. Australian DGC shout out. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Any idea what time it is in Australia right now? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe I've like noticed. the exact same time. Like it's so far. It's the exact same time, you know? Nothing. I think it's winter Nothing. time. Yeah, that's pretty trippy right there. But what do you think? Uh, 12 hours day? I don't know. Guru, guru, we should Google that, man. What time it is in Australia? Well, actually, Australia is huge. Probably five time zones in Australia. Australia is huge. Maps make it look not huge, but it's huge. Yeah, it's like its own continent. Man. Maps aren't to scale. Their globes aren't to scale either. <laughs> Maps. Yes. What do you got? Unless the map says it. I I was just, (laughs) what do you got? (laughs) What? I'm messing around with my mute button. I'm going to mess it up and forget and leave it off again and start doing a growth talk question. This one is cool, though, man. How with what time? Check this out. This is, uh, hey, DDC. While walking the dog this morning, I found an outdoor grow with about five plants. I thought it was pretty cool. Probably the local high school kids. But they leave so much mess around, I thought I'd help them out the environment and the DGC. And we're looking at a picture here. Like there's a whole bunch of empty water bottles. They probably get in there to water the plants, some yes. trash sitting around here and there. Hang on. There's a pesticide. looks like it's pesticide spray bottle there too, which is really scary. If you would get the good information, you wouldn't be just using any fucking pesticide you buy at the hardware store or whatever they call them in Australia. I was going to say, I don't see any cannabis plants, but I guess in that little white five gallon bucket, there's another bucket with a plant in it. Um, but he left a note here. It says, and, and a couple here, I'll just read it. Your grow would be less obvious if you cleaned up some of this rubbish or rubbish. Here's a couple of trash bags. Don't forget to recycle and check out dogrows.com If you need any advice, <laughs> little handwritten <That's>, note. <laughs> that is awesome. I want to see the face on the people who have that grow when they get out there and read that note. Like you're definitely going to realize, be like, it's not a cop. And it's someone trying to give me a website for advice on how to grow my cannabis better. So Jesus. I want to see their face. Yeah, I can tell what that plant's screaming to me. It's going, I'm bag seed. Bag seed. 
(laughs) Doesn't look like they're doing too good with the grow there. Could be better as well. Yeah. Write that in as a grow question. We'll help you out. I like the dual root system thing you got going. I got to keep it in the Australian realm here. This is a grow hack from uh, Hook. Says, good day, boys. I have a grow hack for people growing in a small space outdoors. I have an old shed in the yard. I take the roof off of the shed and grow. Man, this is cool. Damn, man. This internet. Um, dude, this is cool, man. Is that all? That's just the shed. That's all that is, is uh, two by fours. Is that metal or two by fours? I, I think it is, it's metal. It's all metal, is what it looks like. No difference. And then he's got. I, he, th- he doesn't even know, man. He doesn't even know, a, sir. Nope. You don't even know. That's the part where it speeds up. Anyway, man. Uh, that is a pretty cool idea, man. Just rip, I, this, to me, looks like a container. In, in, in America, you can buy a storage container for fairly cheap, maybe two grand for, uh, even less, man, for a big 40-footer. Man, if you ripped a, even part of the roof off that, it'd be cool. So, be, or, or just even like a normal shed from Home Depot that they have on sale all the time. What is it trying to take us to next? Well, let's see what she's up to. you got to position it. You got to position it, obviously, you know, aligned right with the uh, trajectory trajectory of the sun, however you want to call it, <laughs> just to make sure you're getting enough of the sun during the day. Yes. Maybe you- make the back wall that t- is towards the back of the, you know, a clear wall. You need even more sophisticated with this, more light. Yes. Yeah, dude. You've been. You. I don't know what's happening now, man. You've what? Been, you've been locked up, sir. You've been talking to yourself, man. I've been locked up. Yes. Test checking. Am I good? Yes, we can see you okay. now. We can see you. I'm just Thank looking you. at that bamboo plant, that beautiful bamboo. That's fine. Just if I lock up, do your hand signals for me, whatever they are. Or you can just, you know, you can go like this. Right. <laughs> Give it a whirl. This is cool as hell, though. I really like this idea. Something you can do anywhere. All right, get on the Grow Talk question here. Flowering Organic Fertilizers by Murray or Marie. I'm going with Murray. M-U-R-R-A-Y. How about Murray? That's definitely That's Murray. Like Bill Murray? <laughs> You've been in Canada for too long, man. Hey, guys. I'm wondering what I can use as an organic fertilizer to add to my compost tea during flower. Uh, I currently use a combination of back guano, worm castings, insect frass, kelp meal, liquid seaweed, and magma rock dust for veg. I'm looking to substitute the back guano for something else during flower. Would wood ash be helpful at all? No. Oh, we lost the dude again. Hey, you know I'm what? I'm going to go ahead and say no. I, I probably wouldn't add wood ash in but there. But wood ash, dude, I'm fucking one of those goddamn books I was reading talks about potash, man. Like potash, potash, whatever, potassium, that it really came from the bottom of pots. You know, like it was like it was the ash from pots that is high in potassium. Could that be? I mean, wood has got to have something in it when after it burns. Becomes it is. Ash, I can't know? remember off the top of my head what the negative thing with wood ash is. I think it starts to change soil pH levels right. a lot. Yeah, I, I think you're right there. I remember I just threw a whole bunch of ash on my lawn and Guru was like, you know, you're just fucking it up, right? And I was like, no, nah, it's good for it, man. It's good for it. And we're resodding now. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Hey, hang on. For the organic fertilizers, first off, there are different kinds of guanos that you can get. There's high phosphorus guanos. There's high nitrogen guanos. And so. then there's more sustainable, like uh, seabird guanos and stuff too, where they're a little bit more safely and sustainably harvested. <laughs> where back guanos aren't exactly like the workers that work there. Um, it's not good for the bats that live in the cave. It's just all around not the most environmentally friendly thing. That's usually used to be what they had to do to 
make gunpowder and make bombs and stuff. They needed caves to get the guano, but until they figured out how to make nitrates from the air. Wow, that's where they got nitrates from? It's from the backwana? Mm-hmm. They were bomb factors? I, I'm going to agree. Did you guys cover here uh, a soup, which I use as well, uh, fishbone meal? Um, it's definitely high in phosphorus. I don't have the number in front of me, right. but I dig on it. It does have, be wary, it ha- it's fishy. I mean, it ha- <laughs> for a little bit, your grow tent, your grow room, even outdoor, my grow right. shack, after top dressing it, got the fish smell. So Dang. Hey, you know. but part of that fish smell is the good amino acids and stuff that are in fish. Um, it's why fish makes good fertilizer along with the nutritional aspect of it. Um, so, yeah, fish bone meal is definitely going to be a good replacement for the guanos. And I think Soup said crab or crustacean meal, too. Um, get in there for like a, a balanced NPK, um, added calcium, um, and chitin in there to help uh, influence some chitin-degrading bacteria to start to show up. Hey, I will say about the fish, we got that fish uh, compost, uh, fish compost soil from Build-A-Soil. Yeah. It stunk like hell when we first opened it up. Nobody saw that, dude. Nobody saw that, man. But (laughs) (laughs) better you than me. (laughs) Within a couple days, man, the smell was gone. And I was surprised, man. I really figured that smell would hang around. Uh, I dig that's that's good timing for it though. Actually, there could be worse timing to uh, do the the bad sip of coffee down the cold brew down the front of your shirt. Oh, that's coffee. That's great. Yeah, it's not even water, so that makes it better, man. <laughs> I'm more focused on having my my uh, little bit of internet issues. You guys just let me know if you have any issues. I'll try and switch back over to Wi-Fi, bro. Um, it's all good, man. It is all good. Smoke a little more weed, hang out. Every, love it. Every man, time I, dude's camera freezes up, you have to smoke. When I get angry at internet issues, you're always trying, you're like, because <laughs> I don't get angry at much. You always try to talk me down. <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad when you lose it, dude. I don't like that. You've been very undude, man. All right. Also, uh, flowering organic fertilizer. So I guess we covered most of that. Did you guys recommend anything? Some of the liquid uh, plant fermentations. I'm thinking of like when I used to use BioBiz. Uh, they had some good shit there that was an organic. I consider organic bloom fertilizers in a liquid form in a bottle. Yes. Hashtag no spill. Um, but he also said he's not located close to a gross store, so the raw amendments are better. Where is he, man? He's somewhere. Nova Scotia. Can you tell me about that real quick? Paint me a picture. East Coast, I, West Coast. Is it fucking cold as a motherfucker? The lobsters wash up on shore. What's it like? Dude, Canada is huge, and I've been here not even two years, so I barely know when people are talking about places in BC. And sometimes people look at me like, how could you not know where that right. is? I'm like, and then again, some people, when I say I moved from Colorado, they don't know where the hell Colorado is. There's 50 of those states. I thought you were crazy when you told me you were moving here. It's like, Colorado? What the fuck's that all about, man? But yeah, I guess it, I guess it's like you asking me what I think about Maine. If I can tell you all about Maine, I'd be like, never been there. Talk cool. <laughs> All right, I'm going to. It's also. Oh, I'll talk about it when I get to what's going on in my grow. Let me take a break here to talk about the pros list. Dude goes, got. Dude. I said dude goes. All right. It's yeah. another URL. Dude goes. Dude, I told dude you I was grows. Called, I was called Real Gowers one time when I made a donation <laughs> under the real grower's name. Pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Shout dude out to Grow Agenda. Yeah. Dot com uh, forward slash pros. That's pretty good. Uh, let's all the coupon codes are listed, guys. If you guys are shopping for your grow today, I wanted to tell you about new. Millennium, New Millennium Nutrients. Scott, you're rocking them in the greenhouse. Why don't you tell them just a little? I'll pause my yes. view for this diesel beast. 
Yes, man, we are. Jaren set us up with a sauce recipe that's new millennium. Uh, actually, it's pretty cool stuff, man. It's made by, it's done by the season. So there's like you know, winter, fall, spring, and there's always a base. So it's like the frost part- is the, uh, like the additive one I wanted. To yeah, about, there's though. a four part base and then there's some cool fucking additives that you can add to it. So like- it's a good way to get into a line. I know Michigan Matt rocks it in his commercial facility. He uses the frost towards the end. I don't recall exactly how. But that's a product from Amit I would tell you to check out if you want to check out a product to add. Maybe see results to your favorite current line, but, you know, add a little game to it. See what's up. Don't change too many things at once as a grower, though. I always say that if you're trying to see what's doing what, you can only add X amount of things. And a grower, you're not going to know what's doing what and how to, you know, put your value in certain products for sellers. Hey, I fucked up. I said it's a four-part base. It's not. It's a, it's a much simpler base. It's like two parts. It's just a four-part system, and then you have the additives on top. And I will say that having Jaren around and accessible is what makes this company something I'm, I'm really proud to be affiliated with and why I've got it going on in my grow, because he's around. He's around for everybody. He's DGC. So if you're running this shit and you got a problem, it's his job. Yeah, he's got definitely got great service there. Just to explain to some growers that they don't know how nutrient companies, not all of them, but some of them do their products. They have their base. Um, You know, as another example, so Raymond Nutrients has a grow micro bloom. You could grow a fine plant with that. Or you can also add in whatever. Maybe you add in their kelp. They want you to use all the additives so you can have the complete package sure. or the most dank. But the meat and potatoes are always like an A and B, a three-part, and you don't have to jump into a full line with all the components usually um, if not needed just to you know pick and choose as you go. Just a little tip. I'll be damned if it don't make it easy. You use something like kelp and all of a sudden your clones are popping, you know what I mean, or microbes or whatever, and you know, you're like, wow, this is much easier. Using just the salts isn't that easy. You got to watch your pH real carefully. I'm trying to figure out why. Maybe it's for wake and bake. It seems like diesel truck evolution, like the, the Cummings diesels in the 90s were pretty damn loud. Same with the Fords, just the base models, not even mods. And now diesel trucks off the lot are pretty freaking quiet. Dude, there's uh, been, I was listening to somebody talking, they were talking about like, Oh man, it was a Hannibal Burris was talking about going to, I think, Africa. And he says the ex- they just have diesel trucks that have no emission standards whatsoever. The traffic is terrible. And he goes, you can hardly breathe. Like you can legit hardly breathe. Like the air is bad. Oh, damn. Next time you want, you want to wait in line and get your uh, emissions tested. Think of that, no? Yeah. I do think of that. I live on a hill, too. That's why you hear the trucks working uh, to get up. As my son listens to some song where it goes, I'm all the way up. I don't know what it is, but we're all the way up. Okay. Yeah, way up. High, high. I dig no, it. not high. We're, not, we're like, what, I don't know, 400, 500-something feet oh, you're just <laughs> compared up, to man. Colorado when you live mile high. Right. It is awesome. Uh, all right. What else did I have here? We told you to just check out everybody out over there, dudegrows.com forward slash pros door prize is going on guys right now we're cooking iri genetics piranha uh that is over do iri genetics colorado you can check them out see roster jeff if you don't know much about the cat as a breeder or grower he's been on the show many times just search dude grows roster jeff you'll pull up some good episodes um and yeah another like you said with jaron good friend of the show been hanging out been dropping knowledge helping ddc very good customer service with his genetics so check him out to win the door prize this week, for real, sorry we had an issue last week. Uh, go to the homepage on dudegrows.com, and anybody can enter to win. Just send your email into the raffle copter, and we pick a prize. Every Monday, I believe, the winner gets notified. Yes. Yes, he does. 
Yes, he does. Sorry, man. All right. I'm just laughing. Our girls. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> oh, I can't stop laughing. I can't stop thinking in my head, dude. You know, That's good. Sometimes that I is just... a good trait. I t- I'll take it. The more you laugh, even the studies have shown, even if you just fake laugh, <laughs> it, uh, no. it's better. See, I had a real laugh after the fake laugh. It is better for you. <laughs> So try and push fake laughs next time you're having a bad day. My wife you gotta says, fake it till you make it. My wife says that's the one thing she hates is my fake laugh. When I do it, <laughs> so I can tell that fake laugh. Uh-uh. Uh, what are you working on in the grow? Uh, in you know what, I am working in the grow. I've got the. Hang on one second. I, I want to talk to you. Okay, I've got the uh, grow kind of dialed in. I've been doing the the trellising. Actually, Guru, Guru went over and did a super aggressive trellising a couple of days ago on the other side. He's like, I got it. And uh, dude, we had like one of those branches that you thought you couldn't break. Well, it was the one that was up through the window. <laughs> right. um, and I was trying to set the scrog on this side lower. So I had like, both, I'll show the camera, both hands on it and like pinching in the middle, right. trying to bend with my hand and then my thumbs in the middle. And I had like a full 12 inch <laughs> section of it bent over and then tried to get it in the scrog net and it popped. And so I topped it. Yeah. <laughs> We're which, recovery, which, man. I mean, it, I, well, I tried, I tried to let it recover. It had a probably half the stem hadn't split, but uh, that uh, xylem and phloem there was not enough to keep it turgid. So it, it completely wilted and was dead. I asked. So I cut it, I cut it off. And when I was doing this, like in the middle of it, I knew that I was either going to be able to super crop it or I was going to have to cut it off. Like if I wasn't able to bend it all the way down, I was going to have to cut it anyways. So no big worries. And the plants are super happy and healthy and strong. So it'll re- it's already rebounded and is growing into its grog net. Dude, did you start drinking moonshine halfway through the show? Why? Wow, what's going on? What are you drinking out of that little jar there, man? Your mason jar. Oh, no. That's just water. That's just water. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Like no, water? moonshine's dangerous shit, man. Yeah, I don't that shit. Yeah, we do have some land around to clean the bongs with from back when we were making uh, alcohol extractions with the extract craft. But uh, yeah, it's kind of cool stuff to have land around. You got like Everclear. You don't got like new, like good, no, like Everclear. flavored moonshine. Yeah, oh, calling me, calling me. Everclear moonshine is like a slap in the face. Let to the some comments people. start, okay? Yeah, Everclear is just <laughs> like lighter fluid alcohol. Hey, I do want to say one thing. I was messing around. I was up till two in the morning playing around with these, like all these siphon injectors I got here. Remember I was telling you about things you can put them on the end of the, like on a spigot and then mm-hmm. take something like this and throw it in your five gallon bucket and push fertilizer or, uh, you know, whatever. I was using recharge. I was just making slurries of recharge, pushing it through. But I was playing with these and they, they do work. You can put them on a, like a, I don't know, like a long hose. I, I was kind of thinking of people that have maybe 150, 200 foot. They got to go from a spigot or 500 foot. You know, sometimes you got these crazy on a couple hundred foot hoses and whatnot, just trying to get out there and water your plants. And this is a good way. You do have to have, you can't put anything on the other side of it, like a sprinkler or even a, you know, a like it has to just be free flowing so that it uh, it siphons. But mm-hmm. these are fucking they're called chemical injectors, venturi injectors. Uh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, yes, yeah, uh, chemical injectors, whatever. But fucking twenty bucks, you know, fifteen twenty. What bucks, are you using them for exactly? Uh, to get the chemical, whether it's a little bit of fertilizer or a little bit of a lot of recharge, out to my plant. So I just planted. What did we plant? Like. <sighs> 
45 or 50. <laughs> God, what are they, man? They're lilacs. Lilacs. Thank you. I'm from the South. All right. Anyway, and I'm making sure, but it's a, kind of the same thing as having a row of cannabis where you put a bunch of three gallon cannabis out there. Okay. It's a pain in the ass. You got a bunch of, at least if you're, you know, in the way backyard or something where you're a few hundred feet away from a spigot, this is a way to get nutrient, chemical, you know, whatever you want to call it, nutrient, a recharge, whatever, into your, into your hose and get hundreds and hundreds of gallons of it out. Uh, I think this is a 20 to one. So for every 20 gallons of water you pump out, it's going to have suck up one gallon of concentrate, whatever you've got in your, in your bucket. So, I mean, you can really push some nutrient out with this. So <clears throat> pretty cool grow. Hack yeah, for I see outside. you're saying you have a separate bucket and then it's <clears throat> tapped into your irrigation hose. And yep. as long as that hose is running at whatever pressure, it siphons out the Gotcha. And this this really is like a less controllable version of a dosatron or like a single dosatron. Yeah, but literally those are solid state. Those are proportional injectors. <laughs> I wonder if they are. I think they they're are. actually just water driven. But dosatron is like a high end proportional injector where even it, it does most of the time or all a lot of times with these, I guess not with that one. But the more water you pump in, the more it sucks up. So it's, it's just uh, you can pump out a lot more than you want to or it's doing yeah. that all volumetrically though so the faster the water is going through the more gallons of water is going through so the more nutrients it's going to pull but it's putting the same amount of nutrient per gallon no matter how fast the water is coming through yes in a, in a perfect in a perfect good. world yeah but these are killer grow hack you can find here's a, a grow more one i found one from grow more but dram makes a little a simple little one right there but you can find these on amazon anywhere between 10 20 bucks and mess around with them if you need to, to have a far run where you're going a couple hundred feet. You know, I'm taking like 200 foot hoses just to get to the, the front corner from as far as my spigot is. So uh, cool way to get get a nutrient out there. I dig. I dig. I mean, yeah, get, I, I, I hand water the grow shack. Um, doing much else would be if I had any bigger space it would be a pain in the ass. But so how I do could, you how do you get your recharge on there or how do you get oh, so just hand water and I get it. I thought you meant hand water with a hose. That's what I call hand watering now. I'm lazy like that. No, oh, it's which the one's that, man. Is that, that was just the school the school buses are white near you in Canada, man? No, that's the uh I think it's every thirty minutes or maybe it's every fifteen, but the, we're on a we're on a little little bus route, which is actually kinda nice for my boy <laughs> to get around sometimes. Have you been to Florida with me or have you seen in Florida the citrus buses? They take an old school bus, they just cut like an L out of the back and then they just load it. They like they put uh, some kind of plastic or poly there and just load it with oranges. I have <laughs> and not. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, in my grow, in my grow, hot day today here, and definitely going to have to water a couple times. Some of my plants are in three gal because it's what I had on hand. Um, radical bags, way too small uh, for them. They should be in sevens. The one in seven, uh, I can, it can I can maintain a day in that if I saturate it up on a hot day. Um, obviously, with the radical bags, the roots breathe really well, but also we get a little bit more water need on a really hot day. And uh, so I don't run any irrigation. I need to. My dream garden is kind of like not dream garden, but uh, sub. What do you would you call it? Sub irrigation, like drip tape, so you don't lose. Well, sub irrigation is like hempies. You know what I mean? Where you'd have a little reservoir underneath it. So it just kind of all you got to do is fill that reservoir. Or that that's up. in like an indoor grow. Uh, what Brett's talking about is sub sub irrigation um, in terms of like drip tape underneath your mulch. Oh, yeah, which is which is one hundred percent something you can do in landscaping. Oh, like sub mulch, man, sub mulch. 
I got it. That fucking plant looks good, though, man. How hard would it be to <clears throat> set up some kind of drift system? Take a 55-gallon drum, uh, get yourself, is it close enough to to a power uh, uh, source? If, if you're running it out of a drum, you're going to need a pump. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it close enough to a power source? I mean, I'm sure it's not that that far away. You run yourself an extension cord there, pump and timer, you know, get an indoor-outdoor timer or outdoor timer. Uh, or just run it to where your outlet's at. But, man, you could put a little drip system on there for a Hyundai. Did you guys show Hyundai, the, Hyundai the US, pineapple chunk man. plant here? Hyundai, yeah, Hyundai. yeah that's what we're looking it. at. But I'm saying, that first off, that plant's gorgeous. But we're trying to, to It's rem- just... What's that? I was just saying we're trying to remedy the three-gallon and having to water it multiple times a day. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, what's the matter? Nobody goes out anymore, Right. <laughs> yes, I feel that plant came in at perfect size. Right now, it's barely probably two foot tall off the pot, two and a half maybe, right. and that's what I want because I can, to a really trained eye, I can see the nodes setting up and barely like pistols even starting. It's just turning August now. August fifteenth is when I say it's evident. So uh, I got to decide when to count day one of flower kind of thing a little bit with her. Hey, guru, first off, kudos, kudos. That's a beautiful plant. But you just reminded me of like when to start flower and when to start counting flower. What is up with the island sweet skunk that we have? We have an island sweet skunk that seems to be flowering. It seems to have been flowering for like the past or not flowering, oh, but pre-flowers. So it's prevalent pre-flowers. That's yeah. not a island sweet skunk. What is it? That is a sherb. Oh, sunset sherbet. It's, it's, a, why I it's get a, those a sunset confused. sherbet. I and I've, I've never grown that strain outside before. So this is kind of new to me. But right. it is... That is not aggressively pre-flowering. It is flowering. It's weird, man. Um, it, it is weird. It's the only one in the greenhouse that's doing that. And just generally in Colorado, August 15th is when I, I expect a plant to be starting to kick into flower. Um, but this one must just be a really early, early flowering strain because it's not like we treated it any differently. And we don't have a second one to compare with. Uh, that's one of the ones. Its opposite one is a Candy Kim OG. But, man, you're saying, so I'm going to do the math on that, man. August, so that's September, and October 15th would be the earliest I, harvest. That is my general tentative uh, harvest date. Just kind of, I mean, they're me, always going to want to scope the plants and make sure they're actually done and ready to come down. Give me a, a virtual high five because I'm so fucking glad we have that greenhouse. Because, right. You know what I mean? In, in Colorado, that's a crab shoot right there, man, trying to make it to almost November. Oh, this, this year we will be completely okay with, uh, we might have to add a little bit of heat, but it, we should get a complete full harvest out of that greenhouse Beautiful. and get everything to go full term. And I got a full camera system on it. And I am outing any middle score this year, man. I'm outing them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also had some cross-contamination, just recommendations here. I was working on my, what do you call them, nasturtium. I guess there's one right here. Um, and all of them got the this black they're black aphids they get the aphids and i did a little research on them i sprayed some uh, garden soap that had a little bit of pyrethrums in it uh but i didn't know they're used like these things attract aphids heavily uh and they're considered like a companion plant so they're like you know if you're getting aphids on those it's better on those than your other oh, gardens. Not, but I, yeah not a companion plant what do they call it an indicator indicator plant. or yeah. oh, Companion said, is good for it, man. I don't want nothing bringing to my garden. This, oh, this one brings the aphids. And this well, one it takes the, the aphids away from your other plants. They would rather prefer oh, this, but decoy, I don't know. Aphids has got to be specific. plant. I get you now, man. 
The uh, uh, black, they're literally just straight black aphid. And I've never seen any black aphids before. And I've never seen black aphids on my cannabis plants. Um, They've always been like that greenish or I don't know what just different colors. And uh, I I guess what I'm saying, Guru, that doesn't mean just because I have black aphids on here that they'd like my cannabis plant. And that's pretty Um, crazy. I got a time out for a second that you move to a different spot and there's different bugs. It's kind of cool. You know, there's thousands and thousands of species of aphids, I'm sure. Well, and and it's it's all about environmental pressures. When you change an environment, even just a little microclimate environment, uh, there's going to be different stuff there in different proportions. Sorry, if you hear it in the background, that's Mother Nature doing my work today, man. That's Mother Nature wanting the plants today, yo. It is a soothing sound when you're a grower, for sure. Uh, And you need it. Sometimes you're a grower and you don't need it. You're like, dude, it needs to be sunny. Think about if Uh, you're an aphid right now sitting on a leaf. You're like, this fucking sucks. So, but (laughs) I mean, the cross-contamination, when you go outside, if you're an outdoor grower or an indoor grower, it's the time of the year. I'm I'm sometimes pruning a strawberry. Today I was pruning on the aphids. And then you're in that grower state of mind. And I was like, oh, shit, I should go check on the grow shack so I get some pictures for today's grow show. Just started walking straight up there with the same pair of scissors, the same hand that was just in the flowering plant with aphids. Yep. It's like, wait, wait a minute. I don't think that these aphids will like to go on my cannabis plant because they prefer this nasturtium flower. But maybe they would make a choice if they're introduced and just put on the leaf and be like, hmm, we could try this. Um, but I don't know if they're plant specific, if you will. Uh, I don't think most, they are. Most bugs have yeah. evolved to be, there are some that are generalist, but a lot of them are more plant specific than you would think. Yeah, let's see. Put put the aphid plant next to it and let me know what happens, man. Mr. I saw them cross over <laughs> from hops. I did have hops right by a plant sharing completely, like a hop vine growing in their sharing leaf surfaces. And very I saw closely the aphids related come to, to the cannabis. Hop. Hops are very closely related to cannabis, just... These aphids went on the hops first, and they stayed on the hops for like a month. I'm like, yeah, they like the hops. We'll just let them like the hops. But eventually, I found them on like they they kept maybe they kept going over there and checking it out. And they're like, yeah, I don't know, but they eventually they made it on the cannabis. And definitely started eating on it. So I started with hops. I started with beer. I got me in the weed <laughs> after that. You know, see how it goes. <laughs> well, if, you, if we've helped your grow growers, dgcdudegrows.com forward slash support. A lot going on here. Always trying to up the show, up the show quality, uh, get some more equipment to you. As you can see, we still need some more stuff so I can see what's going on with videos. I would like to have multiple screens in front of me so I feel important uh, and, and and just more powerful, you know, when you got the screen, screen, screen. Oh. All I have now, you know, is my one little the first one the spend, left. The first spend we're doing is getting you a sign spinner guy that says quiet as people are going up the hill. You know, That would be kind of dope, actually. It would be like, dope, right? How many screens do you think I have in front of me right now? I don't know. I'll give you four. I have six, if you count my phone. What's up, Scotty? What would you do if you drove by a dude with a giant sign that just said, quiet? (laughs) Honk my horn? I don't know. I like it. I like it. Max (laughs) is what we're doing tomorrow, brother. Without going into it like NPR and stuff does, uh, there is a lot behind the scenes here. The team, Guru's seven screens and production that this show has. So dogrows.com forward slash report makes it happen more than anything, anything, guys. Love it. So let me do some shout outs. You ready, Scotty? Yes, I am. Nothing's going to happen at towards the end of the show. Last show was internet show before that. Stitches for my daughter. We're all good this show. Unless no. a bear came, I'd be down. No worries, man. <laughs> 
Oh, you got the walkthrough. You got the walkthrough. Uh, special appearance by Magic Mike Robes there. There you okay. go. Okay. <laughs> I, I got it. I got Chiba Zach and Med Nugs. What's up? Mike Robes' dirty jobs, man. That's even better, man. <laughs> we got Coach Pothead and Strom, Storm Blessed. Can of Ice, Can of Vince, and Hot Dog hot dog Rage. <laughs> the Sativa Society. All right, I'm joining Arcadian Grower. Uh, don't forget about Farkle and Canadian Weed Nerd. Yes. How you doing? And Very cool. All of DGC hanging out in the chat live show. Uh, it's been fun doing the live show with you guys and handling some edits and internet connections. Appreciate it. Always try to put high value for you. Hey, people were asking what happens in the edits, right? That's about it, except for the few times that I completely freak out and me and Scotty get in a huge cussing fight. Actually, me and Guru were talking about that. How long How long have we been working together? I don't think we've, we've ever had uh, sour words, you know? So pretty good stuff, man. Good All right, Guru, we're not live anymore. Cool. This is bullshit, man. <laughs> I'm supposed to see pictures of the damn dog. Peace out, DGC. Stay higher. Till next time. Yes, Google Casey Kasem freaks out. Take her easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man sister, take a little break. That means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bone. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good balls on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it all day long. Yeah.